This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Andy Brown. Uh, we are going through every game of the Dynasty era, one game at a time, not skipping any of them, right, boys? And with me today are the brothers Brown. Steven, how are you? Great. Jets Week. You know how much I love those. You love Jets Week. Greg. Greg Brown. Baby Brown. <laughs> Wheezy up, baby. Don't forget the baby. How I'm you doing, doing great, Andy. Yeah. I like your how muscle you shirt, doing? Greg. Is a real question. Muscle shirt. Yeah. You're showing them guns. Yeah, Mr. Push-Up. <laughs> Is that push-up singular? The, Even through COVID, the- your boy getting his push-ups going. Okay. <laughs> like I when you had COVID or when you, during COVID? Quarantine. Yeah, no, I had COVID. Oh, oh, that's that's badass, Greg. I'm recovering. Doing push-ups while you had COVID? Mm-hmm. Wow, you're a true inspiration, Greg. Dude, I'm like Goggins or whatever that dude's name is. <laughs> you're like ICU nurses right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's like that cat hanging from the branch. Yeah, the where I, like, I wake up at like 4 a.m. and I do like an hour of meditation and yoga and then i and then i read 50 pages of my book before i start my day you know mm. have a nice healthy breakfast of chia seeds and herbal tea caffeine. yeah <laughs> herbal tea yeah <laughs> that sounds like a nice day have you guys got covid yet yeah remember yeah recently Agent, no. no not recently christmas time no. christmas time yeah so oh, yeah when everybody got it. Everybody got it. Yep. It's rearing its ugly head. Well, you didn't get it then. I got it. It's Christmas time? No, no. Yeah. This no. is my first go through, but everybody at work's getting it. They're canceling shit left and right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's it's making its way around again. Can we is go back variant, to, that, I assume? to that nickname you start you said at the beginning, Andy? Wheezy F baby. Was, was, did you call yourself Breezy F Baby, Craig? If you don't say the baby, don't say it at all. But I remember you specifically calling yourself this for a while. Well, that's the way <laughs> little Wayne used to call himself. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. But that's what you were also calling yourself. Right. I know. I don't <laughs> give myself nicknames, but I was called that. Yes. Don't give myself nicknames. Yeah, okay. Biggest line of all time. I was called that. Yes. By myself. <laughs> Oh, by my fans. <laughs> yeah, you. And followers. <laughs> We're all saying the same thing. Yeah, I'm an influencer. <laughs> it's like Goggins. You're a bad Goggins. Yeah. All right. Well, where are we in history? 2004, week. week 16, right after Christmas. Day after right. Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry yeah. Christmas. If you had to guess what you got on Christmas 2004, what do you think you got? Ooh, good question. Um, I would say a 30 rack of some sort of soda. Oh, yeah. That's a, good uh, a large box of sugary cereal. Mm-hmm. And some sort of Patriots paraphernalia. Yeah. Definitely got something Patriots. 2004. That was right when we moved into the new house. Yeah, I was going to say we weren't in the new Christmas house yet. In the new house, yeah. Because I remember the first Christmas of the new house, I got one of the little like iPod minis. It's definitely new house. No. Yeah, right. It was 94. Definitely new house. Oh, yeah, no, definitely was yeah. new house. I watched all the Super Bowls <laughs> in the new house for sure. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm off by a decade. It's fine. Yeah. Jesus, no big deal. Yeah, I, I'm point still saying that's probably still what I got for Christmas. Yeah. Probably still have soda too. Oh, yeah. Case of soda yep. and a box of sugary cereal because we were not either of those in our normal day to day. Because mom was a health nut. Yeah, speaking of herbal tea, starting to get suspicious that Santa wasn't real. You yeah. know, fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> early high school. You know, yeah. 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 Wait a second. Some of these things aren't adding up. <laughs> been ignoring those kids on the school bus for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Explain yeah. the Jews to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
Uh, you know, we did get for Christmas that year, though. Kicking the shit out of the Jets. That's right. They, they kicked the shit out of them in this game. Yeah. yeah Pretty good crazy. Jets, too. Yeah. In theory. So um, there was some talk about that in the media. Um, because the New York media, as they are wont to do, uh, have been critical of the Jets for their inability to beat quality opponents, apparently. Um, and so Chad Pennington, of course, you know, the leader of the locker room, and also Chad Kevin Mawai, uh, who had oh, a yeah. super dirty hit in this game, but we'll get to that later, uh, were sharp in response to media criticism, the two of them. Said Mawai following the Jets' win over Houston, referencing New York's earlier defeat of the Chargers. San Diego is nine and three. We're nine and three. Sin is San Diego not a good team? Um, which you know makes sense uh, because they had Call them out. yeah. So so they had beaten the Chargers, but they had also lost to the Steelers, who are a fucking wagon this year. So everybody's losing the Steelers, including yeah. these Patriots, right? Um, but there was still that whole chatter about you know the Jets can't beat a good team. And so Chad Pennington coming back from a um, rotator an injury cuff. to his rotator cuff, I think they said. That's what they said. Uh, he had his own little spat with the media because the week before this, they played Seattle. And I think it was his first game back, maybe something like that. It was. And so he, uh, he'd been getting a whole bunch of flack about not playing well before the injury or during the injury or because of the injury or whatever. Yeah. And, um, came out in that game through three touchdowns, no interceptions. They, they beat the pants off the Seahawks. And then he decided he wasn't going to talk to the media after a win. And then had like a whole, a whole bunch of like during the week, a whole bunch of like back and forth with the media base being like, it's a, it's an honor for you guys to be covering such elite athletes and all sorts of like, <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. 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 I'm on team Chad right now. Yeah, absolutely. Get fucked. Yeah. Um, New York meter is soft, dude. Oh, you don't want to talk to me? I'm just going to slander you, bro. And then, you know, he's like, right. And so so he comes out, he's like, you know, uh, what do you say? Here's the quote I have. Uh, Quote, life is all about inconvenience. And as athletes, we face inconvenience a lot of the time, especially when we lose. So I thought, how appropriate to have a big win and create a little inconvenience for you reporters. That's what I did. And it was out of fun. It was out of jest. It wasn't out of malice or being mad or anything like that. But obviously it created a commotion. In New York? No. <laughs> Can't right? be true. Yeah. Which, full respect for him for doing that. Um, sadly, it, it was short-lived because he would then come out in this game and not play particularly well. He played terrible. Uh, one touchdown, two interceptions, three sacks. Not a great day. Like 200 yards, he was like struggling. 252. But all, most of those came in garbage time, I think, at the end there. Even their touchdowns garbage time was Santana Moss and Earthwind Moreland. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the real problem. This secondary is still a bunch of Troy Browns, rookies, and just the dregs of Patriots cornerbacks. So I remember, you know, all that talk about, you know, they, they were super beat up and they still, like, drag their team to the playoffs. I had completely forgotten about Don Davis, though. Who has showed up a few times recently as the linebacker who was converted to play safety yeah. and is now like Eugene Wilson went down halfway through this game. So he's like starting at safety at this point, wearing number 51, looking like basically Gerard Mayo. <laughs> Just, he's not a small dude. He's not like a undersized linebacker by any looks of it. But out there playing safety and almost has a pick. Eugene does get a pick in this game, right? Yeah, he does eventually come back and he gets a pick. Yeah. Um, and they also, there was one play too that I picked up where Troy Brown, still playing slot receiver, but uh, well, slot receiver and also slot cornerback, like nickel corner. And uh, there was one play that they sent him in on a blitz. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's not He's not even just like playing cover corner. He's out there blitzing. Like, uh, they showed his yeah, stats. Yeah, he had like 15 tackles, three interceptions on the season so far. Five passes defense, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like playing like a legitimate nickel corner. Yeah, is he lead these type of team interceptions or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Anybody's Belichick's got Troy Brown or Earthwood Moreland, and then all of a sudden he's got to play both of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The secondary so trash. It's, it's, yeah, it's Pennington, you know, 
you're going to talk shit, you got to back it up. And he comes yeah. out and says secondary. But they did shut down Curtis Martin pretty good, right? They did, yeah. This uh, He was the, the league leader in rushing coming into this game. They held him to like some real small amount of yards, like 33 yards, I think. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> On 13 carries. 18 for 46 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, in Bennington's defense, he was just having to sling it a shitload. Yeah, but I mean, he, he also wasn't even slinging a shitload. It was just like he was 22 to 36 and, and Brady was 21 to 32. It was just the Patriots went on such long, sustained drives that there was no time for the Jets to really do anything. I mean, it's actually the best game, the best season of Curtis Martin's career. Yeah, yeah, he actually broke his uh, he broke his uh, Jets record in this game for most rushing yards, and then had another game to go on the season. Corey Dillon broke the Patriots franchise record. For exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so did Curtis, Curtis Martin. Martin, but it was set by him last year. In 2003. But yeah, neither of them had great games. Dylan had 29 for 89. But yeah. this Jets team, this Jets defense was like, uh, is about as stout as they come. They, they had allowed 200 yard games to running backs this season. One was to Corey Dillon the first time they met. And the other one was to, um, oh God, who's the Bills running back this year? McGahee. I think it was McGee. Yeah. Yeah. I think he gets injured this year. Uh, Travis. Not Travis sure. Henry. He's the best. No, I don't think it was Travis Henry. I think it was McGee. The fertile crescent. <laughs> Big hen. There's no John Abraham in this game either. Correct. He was a beast. Yeah. It didn't seem to matter. Like this was a, this was a defensive struggle as, as most of the games against Herm Edwards team were. Like the Patriots went nine and two against Herm, but the average score was twenty to thirteen. Pats, the low scoring game, less than a touchdown. Brady figured him out at the end there, though. Eventually, yeah. Kind of in that like late second half, he's like, "All right." Yeah, um, the Patriots have already lost their two games to Herm Edwards. Um, in this podcast, for the length of this podcast, we will not see. A loss to Hermit Edwards again. That's excellent. Every time yeah. he's up there, you can just chuck it up as a W. That is correct. Pencil it in, baby. No, you can just permanent marker it. Yeah. <laughs> you probably could actually, yeah, because it's history. Um, some other coaches on this Jets team. Not many, you would think, you know, with how good they were on defense, you, you might have some like names come out of it. Uh, but offensive line coach was Doug Marone, the Bills and Jags head coach. Um, and then the linebackers coach was Bob Sutton. Do you remember him? No. He was the uh, absolutely hated defensive coordinator for the Chiefs in 2018 when they mm-hmm. lost to the Pats in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. and their defense was atrocious. They literally fired him after that game because of how bad that the wasn't the Chiefs were on defense. Apparently, that wasn't like the Gronk third down one, right? The third and ten, where they did like three of them. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Okay. Yeah. So that defense. Right? <laughs> it was Edelman, by the way. Uh, Edelman had two of them, didn't he? And Gronk had one. Uh, that was. His I thought you were talking about the Gronk uh, deflected interception that got called back for the, the offsides. offsides. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad coaching. Yeah. You guys lining up offsides. I don't know about coaching. It's just a dumbass player making a dumbass play. <laughs> watch, we watched that game with mom at Greg's house. That was hilarious as well. Oh, yes. I've seen videos. Yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't really think of what to watch, either the game or mom, because they're both so entertaining. Yeah. Well, wasn't mom watching it from like your stairs? Like, yeah, not no. even in the living room? Yeah. Get like notching up the stairs because it got more, <laughs> more intense. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we all have our things when it comes to. Uh, Oh, yeah, me and Greg were twirling the shit out of our hair. Yep. Oh, you twirl your hair too? Oh, so bad. I knew Greg was a big hair twirler. Greg, like, you get bald spots you do it so much sometimes, right? No. Especially during, like, hockey season. Bald no? spots, too? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what I've heard. That, that that's sounded the... very defensive, Greg. <laughs> right? Like, I see you're wearing a hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> My hair was falling out in college, but that was just stress-related. That was not... From twirling, twirling your goddamn hair too really? much. I know. This no. is what we're saying. 
No, we're all we're all on team Greg. Don't worry. I do have to trim my eyebrow hair so I don't twirl that. Ooh, gross. oh god. Yeah, because you know Dad's got those crazy bushy eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have he those, those too. <clears throat> See, my eyebrows are just fighting a war for the middle of my forehead. Uh-huh. So I got to shave between them on a regular basis. You should go full uni, Andy. No, I can't do it. Why not? Can't do it. It's cool now. No, it's not cool now. It will never be cool. Tell that to Anthony Davis. I, I will. I'll also tell it to his tweet him. caterpillar. I'm sure he, no one else on Twitter has thought to tweet that to him. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly. It's like a trademark, Andy. Start a new job. You got to come in and like mm, fire from the hip, dude. You know, <laughs> get your name out there. Is that the unibrow guy? I'm <laughs> yeah. not about to take Greg's any sort of uh, facial hair uh, comments from from Greg Brown, who showed. Why not? Up to People love that. Yeah, Greg's going to work as the half beard guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Gave a, a, a presentation to the sea level people. With half a beard on your face? No such thing as bad publicity, Andy. That's see, that's what Pennington's doing. He's just stirring the pot, getting the good publicity going. Yeah. By not speaking, he knows it's going to generate a lot more publicity than speaking. So he's playing chess. The New York media is falling right into his trap. Sure. That sounds right. I kind of want the Jets to be good again, just so I can hear them like lose their minds, you know? No, I do not. That's the last thing I want. I don't know. Jet, sad Jets fans are just, they're fantastic. They are, but there's also, it, there's like levels of sadness where low expectation sadness is one thing, but high expectation sadness that hits different. You it know? does. That, that is fair. And I want to see some of that again. Yeah, but you know what really hits hard is like the just continual no expectation sadness. You know, that shit will fester. Yeah. I, I think Steve has a point. Trevor, you know, that kid's, yeah. that kid's very sad. But they're so kind of like lovable about it. And there's something about the Jets that is just, it's so. No one's feeling bad for them. Well, I, I think it's just because they have such a, like a, a complex about it too, because they're New York city, you know, uh-huh. they're New York. Yeah. So they, they should be the best. They're the best city in the world. So their football team should be the best. And it just, it, you because know, it is it. market is bro. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a shit hole too. Teams. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> So I think that there's just this extra piece of it that's just so yeah, much. Yankees better. fans telling you how many rings they have. Yeah, yeah. From forty-seven pre- rings, bro. Forty-seven. Yeah. From pre nineteen sixteen. Yeah. Good fucking Bernie Williams. Yeah. Oh man. You hear Dallas is trying to get a second NFL team. I saw that. Yeah. That's just what they need. Hell yeah, dude. I think Jerry Jones would focus on his own team for a little bit. Well, it wouldn't be him, right? It would be. Somebody. Why would you put two in Dallas, though? That's the dumbest shit ever. I don't know. Why would you put two in New York? Just put another one in Texas. There's like a million cities. I think Dallas is pretty huge. That's probably why. Why don't you put one in St. Louis? Nah. <laughs> Give one to Canada. Give Buffalo to Canada. Give them to Toronto. It'd be fine. <laughs> I think they might get upset about that. No, that's okay. I got to say, Bills fans, they don't know what to do with themselves these days. They don't. They they just they don't know how to handle. It's fine. It's like the first time you get drunk. <laughs> you know, you're just like, whoa, what is going on? Yeah. They haven't hit the puking stage yet, though. That's true. Yeah. Well, you, you would think that the 13 seconds would have been kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. That'll bring them back down. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Josh Allen pimping that home run in the charity softball game? No. No. <laughs> Oh, dude, it might be the best pimp job on a home run I've ever seen. <laughs> really? He just fucking, the place was like packed too. It was like, there's like thousands yeah. of people there. And he just like smashes one and like 360s out of it and like starts like doing like WWE stuff to the crowd. And it was just so smooth and perfect. It was like, wow. This guy's a pro is pro. <laughs> oh boy. Don't tell Steve. That. Steve's still on the uh the wheels are gonna fall off Josh Allen train. No, oh, yeah. Right? No, he you must have jumped off that wagon. At some point it'll come. <laughs> when he's older, uh, even I you love know. it. I love it. All right. What about Tannehill? Yeah, I'm Tannehill sure sucks. Too. Yeah, I don't yeah, he sucks. Well, let, let's do uh, a quick little uh sojourn into the draft then. So we're talking about current day. Well, I believe we predicted 
Uh, Steve, I think you, you said wide receiver, right? No, I said trade up for the fat boy that the Eagles got. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the defensive lineman. Greg, you Greg said uh, James Williams. You said wide receiver? Yeah. And I said because you two had picked that, they were going to draft uh, an offensive lineman that nobody had ever heard of. You even called the trade back in. You said trade back and draft an offensive lineman. Yeah, I think I probably did. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't predict who it was, so it's wrong. I said it was somebody nobody had ever heard of. That's a that's a obviously a gift. There's a lot of people no one's ever heard of, Andy. <laughs> Not picked in the first round, there isn't. Just Dave one. Specialty, just the fact that his name is strange, too, is just <laughs> it's perfect. It's like they're they're fucking with us. You Dude, know? his jersey, part, his jersey because he's a first round pick is strange one. And it's perfect. <laughs> that he doesn't wear gloves and he's an offensive lineman. Oh, he's also amazing. Hilarious. He's got the old school helmet too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. You can get behind that. Tell me that ain't a blue collar place to go. Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. God <laughs> damn. I'm 100% <laughs> on board. Oh, yeah. Great pick. Sold. But you so, so, yeah, give me your, the, the most useless thing in um, football media is the draft grade. So, I want to hear yours. Dude, the best part about the draft is you can just watch the highlights that show the best parts in your fucking hype city, bro. Yeah. yeah. I remember Nikhil uh, Harry highlights you still. You know, if they ever do it or not, who knows? But it's the best. So obviously, a plus. I've only watched awesome highlights of the dudes. Yeah. Do you see how fast Tequan Thornton is? That guy yep. is wicked so fast. fast. He's gonna be. It's gonna you be know what else I like about film. him? He's got that little shimmy right off the line. Yep. He's got that first little stutter step, and then he can get by you. Yeah. He's also probably like a paper bag, you know, just floating in the wind. <laughs> Yeah, so so we can't we can't bring him to Buffalo because might get blown away. But other than that, I mean, we still got <laughs> seventeen games you can play, Matt. Taekwon paper bag Thornton. <laughs> if, if he can catch it, he can be sweet. That's the real question. Who knows if they can catch it or not? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not drafting a linebacker. Okay. I don't like that. I think our linebackers are bad. I don't. I think they all got redshirted last year. Yeah, you don't even know the guy who got redshirted. Why would you yeah, say they redshirted though? But there was no one good starting ahead of them. So why redshirt them if they're good? Because they're rookies. Cam uh, and also one of the guys coming off the ACL. Yeah, they're like injured. Top pick was it Cam McGraw? I don't know. I think you're uh, you, you're you're viewing things through your Patriots colored glasses. You know? No, I think I just watched their highlight, their college highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Drafted, yeah. So a plus. Yeah. What else am I supposed to go off? Have you seen Ronnie Perkins' highlights? They're yeah, they're fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, they're sweet. But does that guy's gonna be the next Willie McGinnis, bro? Exactly. Get on board, Greg. Choo-choo. We also drafted the next Troy Brown, right? Well, they're comparing one guy yep. to Troy Brown. The defensive Troy wow. Brown. Wow. Who, who can play offense. So he will be the defensive Troy Brown. Sign me up. And he's going to be... Huh? Who, which one was that? Jack uh, Jones? Jones is... Marcus Jones, I think. Dude, that's going to be tough. Are they both coming in? The last name Jones and the quarterback's already named Jones. Yeah, both playing the same. And they also have Jonathan Jones in the in the yeah, defensive backfield in that, in that same position. Also, uh, that's going to be a mess, a mess of Jones. So no, I I think this is uh this is where we can do the uh the Belichick uh, no, genius playing chess. They're yeah. all going to have the same name on the back. Exactly, and give them all like very similar numbers, just like thirty eight, thirty three. It's actually three guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you just put them out there, and then the quarterback looks around. And he's like, "I don't know which one's which." They're all pretty small and undersized guys, too. Yeah, yeah. the old fifty-five man roster. Belichick pull one over on him again. <clears throat> In my head, those those two guys are the same person. Until yeah, proven otherwise, two guys named Jones in the third and fourth round playing the same position are, yep. in my head, the same thing. Same oh, yeah, thing. for, for sure. sure. They have also have awesome highlights. Wicked fast. Yeah. One guy does, oh, does a punt returner. catches it, punts, returns, plays DB. Oh, man. Dude, we got a kid I, for my over 30s men's soccer team. Like, yeah, not the most competitive shit in the world. This one kid <laughs> wanted to like be on the team and he sent the guy who's running the team, sent him his, his highlight video. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's actually pretty good, but I give him a lot of shit for having a highlight video. <laughs> oh, fuck that. That's only because you don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But the highlights didn't even make a video. Also, like, who's recording this shit? <laughs> oh, it's mom, You're playing obviously. an over 30 league. Fuck you. Yeah. 
Hey, in our over 30 league, we used to have one of the guy who would just like set up GoPros in the corner of the, the goalie. Remember, man? Well, that makes sense because you don't have to move it for a goalie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Done. GoPros according it. Yeah. You just What's that grip. Have you seen the uh, any of the USFL? I have not. The they have the helmets on the the cameras on the helmets of the players. Oh, cool! No, it's bad. Oh, is it? It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know if like the, they don't have good enough quality cameras, but yeah. whew, boy, is it super shaky? Super shaky. Yeah. Quality's terrible. Mm. It's not good. That that used to be. Uh, remember NFL Two K Five? You could play as first person. And I've always wanted to see a camera angle from then. Ever since that, the ones on the refs are, are bad. Those no, those were great. Remember, I thought they were kind of bad quality. No, they're great. I mean, well, this was back in like the two thousand three, two thousand four era when they had them. Yeah, I remember one ref got plunked right in the face. Yep, when he was wearing it. That shit was must watch TV. That that was worth it just for that. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. All right, tell me more about nobody there. No, like I turned it on. I watched like 10 minutes of a game the other day. And like, I honestly was like, are they allowing fans at this thing? Because <laughs> uh, that's how few people were there at the stadium. Uh, it was sad. Yeah, that's not good. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of no fans, tell me about uh, these this Jets game, Steve. Only fans? Jets fans aren't real fans, so there's no fans there. Touche. Well, there weren't any by the end of this game because the boobers were out at halftime. Yes, I had a question for quarter. Greg Google. Oh, this should be good. It, it does. Does Corey Dillon's rushing record still stand for the Pats? Yes. I'm pretty sure it does because he was the last of like the um, workhorse backs, right? Pages don't do that anymore. Has anyone beat Curtis Martins or is Curtis Martin number two still? Stat check. Doesn't look like a stat check. No, the other stat check guy we have on this fucking crew. I have to unplug. I know. I know. We pay. We pay a bunch of them to put my microphone in. So you can either get stat check or speaking. Don't answer that question. I know what you're. Wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, just go back. Where are you going with this, Greg? This is an easy one. (laughs) And then my third question is: Is Jim Nance still third? Because I, I don't even know he played in the Patriots. Really? Yeah. That's a different Jim Nance. Oh. Yeah. No, it's the same Jim Nance. The the commentator? Yeah. Oh. Same guy. Yes. Yeah, so uh right now, Corey Dillon for, for rushing in in a season, Corey Dillon, 2004, 1635 yards, number one. Curtis Martin, nineteen ninety-five with fourteen hundred and eighty-seven yards is number two. And you're right, Steve. Jim Nance number three. There is no way you're gonna guess number four. Stephen Ridley. God damn it. First try. <laughs> 2012, 1,263 nights. Yeah. yeah, he was good for a little bit there. Not bad, not bad. And then Craig James, Jim Nance, and John Stevens. Uh, number eight, 2016. Sam Ben... Uh, Mar- no. Uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. Surprise. And Jarvis Green Alice. No, but he's on here. He's, he's number 16. Hmm. He is the season, 16th is the last 1,000-yard rusher. Ben Jarvis Greenells with 1,008 yards. It's but not in 2016... Morris, right? Who? It's not Morris, right? Or Maroney? Nope. nope. With 1,161 yards, LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, yeah. To go along with 18 touchdowns, which I believe is... The record for touchdowns in a season. Oh, blunt. Oh, blunt. Forgot about it. Blunt force trauma, baby. What a turnaround that guy had from punching that dude at Oregon. <laughs> right. Huh? Oh, here's him. an interesting one, though. Uh, the least amount of rushing yards in a season by a New England Patriot. Number one, Lee Johnson, the punter. 2001, negative 19 yards. That makes sense. Number two, 1997, Troy Brown with negative 18 yards on one carry. Makes less sense. Negative 18 yards on one carry. That's how, it must have been like an end around or something. That's ridiculous. Or a trick play that went wrong or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Matt Gutierrez is on here in 2007. Five carries, negative 13 yards. 
I don't think the Jim Nance, the commentator, is the same Jim Nance on that list. Prove yeah, it. can you stat check that? Because I thought Jim Nance, the football player, was black. <laughs> I'm looking at the the commentator Jim Nance, and he is. There's nothing on his Wikipedia about him playing football. What's his middle name? James William Nance the third. Oh yeah, they're different people. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> dude, confidently incorrect. Obviously. Yeah, that's how we roll on this podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Speaking of uh, Jim Nance and Phil Sims, Steve, did you have any comments on the commentators? Yeah, they were great. Yeah, did you like when they gave each other uh, their own books for Christmas? No, I did. I didn't Except Phil that. Sims wrote a book, but Jim Nance didn't, so he gave him Dick Embert's book instead. <laughs> he said they were talking about Vrabel. He said he's going to coach someday. That's what he says. So yeah, really foreshadowing. Yeah, well, they they uh they've had that come up a few times this season. Yeah, you're right. Like he's a coach on the field and he's super smart. He's definitely going to coach this season. Just or like, when he's done. It's right after he able Olaid that uh, left tackle. Yeah, for the sack. Back on third down, right at the yeah. end of the two minute. Oh yeah, the end of two minute half. Yeah, but if you find that that highlight on the website. It'll be there. Pastiasy.com. Gave him the old Pamplona. Oh yeah. And then they all. He, he, was, he was a. It was all about foreshadowing. It was uh beginning of the fourth quarter. Jets were third and like 20 something, yeah. you know, and uh, it was still like 16, you know, still a thing, sort of like two scores, barely. Yep. And then Phil, he's like, oh, I'm third and long. You just try not to turn it over. Pennington throws a terrible pick. <laughs> <laughs> turn to like the 15 yard line. A couple of Corey down runs later. It's now yep. you know, out of reach. Yeah. 23 or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was, uh, but they, they were talking about going for two. Because the Pats were up 23 nothing, and the Jets scored a touchdown. He's like, no, it's a good thing not to go for two here unless you need it. And I thought, you want to, it's three scores. You may as well go for two on all of them. Because if you get it, you're up 24-23. So why wouldn't you go for two? Extend the game. I don't know, dude. All I guess go for it, not Mavericks, nerds. Let's ask the new Dolphins coach. <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there. So if anybody's listening, that can explain it to us. I feel like you're supposed to go for it early now, the, the two-point conversion. Yeah. If you're down two scores. scores or something. Yeah, if it's two scores, you're supposed to. But if it's three, I would think you'd want to extend the game. I don't know. But either way, if you miss that, because you, you have to go for two at least twice, right? Yeah, it's better to know early. Right, yeah. So So you go for that first one to see if you get it or not, because even if you don't get it, you can still get the next two and tie the game. So why not go for the first one? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. It should never make sense. It's like the NHL now, they're they're pulling the goalies with like four minutes left if they're like yeah. down yeah. two goals. And like the numbers say that's what you're supposed to do, but then they'll just immediately give up an open netter game right. over. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> it's not three. It work. <laughs> Whoops. Has it ever worked? Uh, yeah, it must have. It has to have worked at least once, otherwise, it would have stopped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. all right. You want to do like best and worst on this game? Well, can all right. I have a special treat, but we can get oh. to that maybe when we're done with no, give us no. I mean, treat. you can do your, you can do your special treat before you do best and worst because you don't even okay. have any best and worst because you didn't watch the game. So, this can I didn't, but I put a lot of effort in the bye week here. Okay, so <laughs> so. <laughs> Basically, instead of watching the game, what I did is I went back and I listened to Andy's entire solo podcast. Yeah, oh, I just listened to this as well, Greg. Yes. When I was driving to New York to see Ellie. Yeah. So I figured I'd give my thoughts on, you know, how the podcast went. Oh, this should be good. Yeah. So my initial thoughts are first, first of all, first of all, uh, <laughs> once you've done this, can you, uh, can, can you leave this as a review of the podcast on on iTunes? Oh, no. great idea, Greg. No, <laughs> we need more reviews. Yeah. Kind of a bit of a snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> that was my initial thoughts. <laughs> um, let's see here. I should so never have told you about this app. <laughs> <laughs> Did you edit this together, Andy? No. Like she's never watched a football game before because even simple things surprise him. 
<laughs> Who could that be talking about? I wonder. Well, that's You're Andy. Like, I'm not yeah. going to get mad about the commentators. That immediately this this was mad about the commentators. This was months ago. This was this was before my epiphany of I'm not going to get mad at the announcers. And the thing is, it was like, well, you know, where was Steve too? You know, like why was Steve not on this podcast? Just inactive. They didn't actually say why, which has happened before. Where I think he just maybe doesn't particularly practice well or something like that. <laughs> Stevie didn't practice well. <laughs> that feels right. We we do do a dry run of this, as you can probably tell by how polished it is. Uh huh. And I think he just he he didn't he didn't show well in the, in the a dry, practice, run. dry run. Yeah. But also, Greg wasn't there. But like. You know, where where was Greg at? Tough look, but this is what happens when you build offense around one guy and he decides to retire to go smoke weed around the world. <laughs> can't really blame him for it. Can't really blame him. Oh, in the words of Andy Brown, you can't really blame him. <laughs> you just spent a lot of time thinking about this, Greg. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love it puts in this much effort into not watching the game, too. Mm. Every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, but we know but we know that Andy's not like a superstar. You know, he's just like a role player. I'm a grinder. Kind of the epitome of a street free agent. Was out there as a bit of a warm body. <laughs> bit of a warm body? <laughs> <laughs> What's that word? For, you know, your body. <sighs> so, yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Fuck that dude. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it so, sounded like you edited out a bunch in between. So it sounded like. Yes. But I, I thought you did. You didn't edit that at all. That was one take. Uh, it was a software that, yeah, it was one take, uh, but it pulled out all the ums and ahs and things like that. Oh, because that made it way harder for me to pull the audio. Really? Yeah, because yeah, it, it crunches it together. So it's Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever used it on that episode. You have to time it perfectly so I'm not catching like the, <laughs> the front end of the next sentence or the back end of the previous one. So this so, took a lot of takes to get. I was going to say how uh, because I I've seen you use a computer, um, uh, you don't yeah. do it particularly well. You can't even unplug your microphone to stat check a thing or something. Right. Um, so yeah, stat check and talk. I'm a little curious how how did you manage to put this together. Well, you know, Andy, because you don't seem like somebody who has audio editing software in a computer. Is all I'm saying. You know what the hardest part was, though. Kind of a bit of a snooze fest. It was a bit of a snooze fest. <laughs> so you know, it was really more boring than anything. <laughs> it's only because you listen to it 45 times. Yeah, to get all I'm these ad- clips. I'm addicted to this app now. Yeah, you're welcome. I I, I knew I should not have told you about it. Yeah. This first one. Uh, I know what this is. I have no idea. <laughs> it's uh, that crazy preacher guy, Pat something or whatever. Uh-huh. Yep. You can't really hear that one. He's trying to blow it uh, away, right? Yeah, he's blowing away. Well, the wind of God is blowing away COVID-19. Oh, oh I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not how that works. And he's probably blowing COVID-19 on people now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ironic, isn't it? All right. So, uh, should we do best and worst after that? Yeah. So, Greg, I, th- I think you should go first, and you should do best and worst on that that last episode you listened to. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> I know what your worst is. I mean, <laughs> it's almost like she's never watched a football game before, <laughs> because even simple things surprise me. Is that <laughs> your best or Andy. worst? Because it's almost like he's never watched football before. Because <laughs> even the simple things confuse him. I'm a simple man. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. That's why you got the Deardorff jersey. So it's your best. I do. I have a Deardorff yeah. jersey. Yeah, it can just like keep the chains moving until you can find your playmakers. Yeah, playmakers like me and Steve. You know, like that's what we had to do with Andy. There is just yeah. slot him in to, to eat up some late innings when in a blowout. Free agent. Yeah, you're gonna look me in the eye. He's and telling me that Steve is a playmaker. Oh, yeah. Make all the plays, Andy. All the plays. Oh, good Lord. All right, Steve. Give me your best and worst because you actually watch this game. Unlike, unlike the yeah. playmaker, apparently. For sure. 
I don't know if it's the best one or worst, but Chad Pennington, it's like Mac Jones to me. Yeah. Uh, with worst decision-making, I feel. I mean, it's too early to tell really if Mac is still one year. And Pennington's hurt at this point. This is post the Jets putting him in the fourth preseason game when he breaks his wrist, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, that we're against Chad. I'm not holding, like, you know, if Mac doesn't get hurt, he's going to be better than this, but apply it their style placing very similar yeah there there is something about the two of them that i i found similar as well but you're right i don't know if that's the best or worst hope he doesn't throw a pick like that when he did a brewski because that was a snag that was an awesome pick by brewski might be his best ever i i think we should put that as as a best is is just teddy brewski in general this season yeah that's what i'm saying like peak teddy brewski i think is underrated just oh, yeah. because of how good his hands are as like a because he's more of like a run stuffing, like blitzing linebacker, but mm-hmm. his hands and his athleticism getting those lanes and actually bring those balls down instead of just tipping them. You don't see that very often anymore. I'm sticking with that. My worst is tough game for Matt Light. Yeah, yeah, both tackles, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like there was a free rusher coming off the end pretty much every third down. Jonathan Vilma beat him clean for a sack. Yeah, it wasn't good. That, that was the Jets' first round pick this year. It was. It was. Like it was like, their, their whole like uh defensive line was first round picks except for one guy. I don't remember who it was. They mentioned that. All right. And then my uh my best, and I got an ultimate best. Oh boy. Patrick Bass was actually running the ball a little bit in this game. Yes, he was. They called a fourth down stretch play to the fullback. <laughs> That was ridiculous. And they're like the second quarter. Yeah. It worked. It, yeah. Yeah. Worked. Converted. Because they had they did not see it coming at all. Because who called that shit? Right. And Pat, he had a, like, like another like 15 yard run too that they didn't see coming. And wasn't Robbie Abdul the fullback on that play too? It oh, was I like the backups that. running the ball. Yeah. That's one of those ones where if it doesn't work, oh, yeah. everybody gets oh, wicked yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brandon fucking Bolden. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's yeah, what we're exactly. doing on fourth down. <laughs> but like they've been with Corey Dillon has been such, you know, tough sledding out there. So they take him out and they say, okay, they're definitely not going to run it. It's Pat pass. Yeah. Doing Patrick, exactly. you know, pass protection. Patrick pass four for 17. Yeah. Over four yards of carry. Good job, Patrick. Yeah. They did try uh, it again later in the, later in the game and it did not work. Correct. <laughs> yeah. The second time. But that wasn't with him, though. That was with Corey Dillon. Uh, it was Patrick Bass again. Was it? All right. Yeah. And then my best was, this is awesome. Uh, the Patriots score. I think they kick a field goal right at the very end of the first half. And then they squib kick it off because there's like a couple of seconds left. Yeah. Right? And the Jets fuck the squib, squib kick up. Well, Vinatieri <laughs> doinks it off like, you know, like the first guy that stands like directly in front of the kicker. Who like as soon as he runs up the kick turns around and starts running backwards for some reason, doinks it off his like dome, and then it starts like or, or off his shoulder past something. Kind of, it starts like going squirrely, and then the Jets can't handle it, and the Patriots recover with one second left. Yeah, and so like fuck, we're trying to field goal. try from Vinatieri. So yeah, he can't even handle the end of the half. Skim. It bounced at least twice in front of that guy who had like the yeah. chance to catch it that fucked it up, and it hit him right in the face, and it just yeah. Pass recovered it. One second left, and then Phil and the Bluebirds are out. Yeah, <laughs> walk off at the end of the half after the Patriots missed. He's getting the shit boot out of him. Yeah, and that was after Adam and Terry actually missed the field goal too. Yeah, he missed the field goal. There. <laughs> On the day Bluebirds. after Christmas, no less. Yeah, right. What a, that was an awesome Christmas present from the Jets. Yeah, just a little late, but. And we missed it. Just a little late, a little left. I mean, Jets fucking up on holidays against the Patriots. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty on-brand thing, don't you think? That's true. Uh-huh. It's foreshadowing that game. Yeah. So, do you know there's only been uh, a team has only scored three touchdowns in under a minute of game time twice in the history of the NFL? The both times, Titans. Both times it was the Patriots. Yeah. It was not against the Titans. Dolphins. It was not against the Dolphins. Cardinals? Was it like that snow game? No. Once was against the Bears in like 2012 or something at home, randomly. It was like a touchdown and then a fumble, return for touchdown and another touchdown. 
and then the other one was the butt fumble game. Oh yeah. Because the butt fumble was actually in the middle of it. Because it was yes. the super long Vereen catch where they just like didn't cover him out of the backfield. He ran for 80 yards for touchdown. See you later. Yep. And then the butt fumble. And on the ensuing kickoff, the guy coughed it up and Edelman caught it on the run and just ran it in for a touchdown. Oh yeah. Yeah. So think- nobody nobody's nobody has ever done it except for the Patriots who have done it twice. Thanksgiving right, game this year, right? Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Is it home or away? One of your hot take at Minnesota. What's the hot take? They're both going to be undefeated in that game. Oh, wow. shit. That was a hot take. Spicy. Spicy <laughs> margarita. <laughs> so, Greg, uh, we're not going to do it now because it's still too early, but are we going to do another uh, Jersey bet? Yeah. What was our previous on one? Outcome of this, the, uh, on the outcome of the season. Oh, yeah. We pick over under amount of wins, and I always pick the over, and you always pick the under. You are okay. home early. Yeah, and I was right. So, Kurt over over under on uh, how many sacks Cam McGroin has this year. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see what Vegas has to set at, and I'll pick the over, and you can pick the under, and you'll owe me a jersey at the end of the season. Well, no, t- you tell me how many it's going to be. Don't don't let Vegas Vegas tell you how it, yeah Vegas hanging out with Kelly too long. She fucking. <laughs> Bagels in Vegas. <laughs> it fucking drives me crazy. Sounds dirty. Five and a half. Over <laughs> under. <laughs> Dude, you're right. I'll, I'll take the under. I'll yeah, take the under. I don't know if you know Vegas has a line for that. <laughs> I don't know if they do. They have a line for everything. All right. My best and worst. Uh, my best is... The Patriots keep their streak of two streaks alive. The first one is this is their 30th straight game without allowing an opening drive touchdown. This will, I looked it up, will eventually end week one of next season at like 34 games. I don't know if that's a record. I've been trying to Google it and I can't figure it out. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. But 30 fucking 30 straight games without allowing an opening drive touchdown. That's a solid ass defense. It's good coaching. Yeah. A genius coaching, some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also their 23rd consecutive game scoring first, which helps if you don't allow an opening touchdown. But still, point. nobody's even scored a field goal before they've scored. So the Patriots are playing a, from ahead in 23 consecutive games, which is bananas. It's only 16 games in a season. Right. So even when I they lose, TV. they score first. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's my best. Um, All right, Andy, my, thoughts on Roe v. Wade? My worst, <laughs> my worst, is probably Greg's performance in this. Um, I, I don't think. Can really I get your immigration policy, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just do a solo podcast for you. You know what? I, I, I would, I would like You're gonna to really hash those thoughts out. I would like to deport you at this point. I want to deport you from the podcast. I want to abort Greg. <laughs> Is it too late? I don't think it's too late, right? Where you can still just go murder him in his sleep and call it abortion. I'm okay with that. Sure, dude. <laughs> sure, dude. All right. And I guess on that note, tune in next week to see how much of a blubbering little bitch Greg is. On the Patriots Dynasty podcast. I'm gonna get you, Andy, one of these weeks. You know, the only man with a fucking sick one soundboard, dude. Yeah. Greg, do you realize how much stupid shit you said? Yeah, yeah. Andy's got a lot more. Do you really want me to go back and find like, that? Greg's got more time to go back in to find it, Andy. You don't have that time right now, Greg's bro. I, it's so true. Tap me with that. I am. I am just here for all of this. <laughs> I'll find shit on both of you, just in case either of you start listening to my earlier podcast again. That's the problem. I'd have to listen to it. Yep. <laughs> See, I don't even have to do that. I, I can I can nerd it out so it'll listen to it for me and just pull out all the good quotes. Man, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Can you keyword search it? Yeah. Mm. No, I'm not <laughs> giving you that functionality. Mm. That's a fucking Lily, not. <laughs> keyword search referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'll hear the truth about referees. All right, here, here's one for you, Mr. Uh, referees are infallible. Commentation. I've heard, I've heard uh, a lot on Twitter, because I don't follow basketball, but I've heard a lot on Twitter about how bad the referees were in the Celtics Bucks. Um, 
series. Wait, mm. you know, Greg, Mr. Referees are infallible. Yeah. I don't think it was a Greg saying. Oh, he definitely he calls wrong all the time. He's saying, yeah, you get, you get real upset by the commentators as well. Oh, he was talking about referees. The referees were bad in that series, but that's because they have no idea how to, how to referee Giannis. Cause he just, the way he plays basketball is he just sticks his head down and just runs into people. And it's gotta be a foul on someone. <laughs> and like, they can't figure it out. Cause they're like, we can't just call a foul every single time, but they kind of have to based on how they referee the game now. So it's just a fucking mess. Yep. And he's a superstar, so he can't keep calling fouls on him. And then he can't because uh-huh. he's going to fall out. And then the NBA doesn't want that. MVP. He just yeah. won the finals last year. He's super yeah. good. Well, that's the difference between the NBA and this podcast. I don't mind fouling Gregory out. He's oh. being a little bitch. I thought you were just going to eject me from the pod right there. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you, uh, I was about to right. just hit the mute Booted. button. Ding dong. <laughs> See NBA refs though are the most thin-skinned little bitches ever. Like, oh fuck it, they are. They are. They have the biggest egos ever. It's yeah, brutal. Do you, do you want to rant about it, dude? Who was gambling with the mob? Like, there's a big old black stain on their whole fucking profession. Uh huh. Yeah. Do, do you yes. do you want to rant about it, Greg? No, no, no good. Not at all. I think well it's. Done. I think it's fine. All right. Well, all right. On uh, next week on the podcast, so don't get me started on Stan Van Gundy though. <laughs> the announcer, he's the worst. <laughs> He's so Greg. dumb. Everything. What's next week? So dumb, Greg, Greg. What's next week? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is the surprise? Seventeen. I, mean, I don't know. I'm asking you because you're not going to watch it anyway. The, the playoffs are coming. It's like the Patriots' annual Week Seventeen bye, where it's like, all right, yeah. we're all wrapped up. Let's just. They have fucking... nothing to play for, right? Yeah. Correct. They have. They have wrapped up the two seed by beating the Jets. The Jets could have made the playoffs if they had won this game, but they did not. They will let's, eventually make the playoffs. Let's save all that talk for next week. Yeah. The week, but next week. Patriots are home, hosting the two and thirteen San Francisco 49ers. How much do you think tickets were for that game? Twelve bucks. Uh, twelve fifty. Those are those games where like all season ticket holders are like, "Hey, you want to go to a wanna, game? Hey, old you want to go, buddy, old pal that I haven't talked to in a while? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this one this one features um. San Francisco legend quarterback Ken Dorsey. So nice. that should tell you a bit about how this goes. But I'm, I'm we in. will figure it out. Let's not slander Ken Dorsey next week. Though. Let's wait till we get a look see at him on the Patriots Dynasty podcast. We'll see you later. Slander. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Craig. <laughs> he useless.